I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, but when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and try to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Um, I know I constantly need to vent or bounce ideas off somebody or just be heard. You guys need to check out BetterHelp Therapy is, I think, great for everybody personally. Um, If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash too judgy today and you can get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash too judgy. Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls, and this is Winter Mary. Welcome, Winter Mary. This is Courtney from L.A. She's not even giving us the bay. She's just straight up Winter Mary. She's on break. She's in a different mindset. San Francisco, watch out! (laughs) Well, I actually still have one more day, but... But who really pays attention on the last day before break? I mean... I definitely have about seven kids out, so. Yeah, I mean, most of my office, I was like, oh, are you coming in tomorrow? They're like, no. I'm like, oh, is nobody coming in? Nobody's coming in. I'm just going in for the free food. Oh. And then I'm going to leave. That sounds like a WFH day to me. I'm WFHing a lot over the break, so I'm okay with going in. It's one last day. I'm going to hang out with my friends at work because I don't spend enough time with them already. <laughs> totally, totally. Like, Got to see them one last time, just, even though half of them won't be there. Yeah, we just had like a big team dinner right now. It's like you know, just you gotta get, you just gotta get that little bit left of them. <laughs> I'm going crazy. But I like, cannot wait for a break. <laughs> I, I, yeah. But you don't really have a break, do you? I don't. That's right. a great point. So are you expected to come on on Thursday the 26th? No. So I'll be in New York. So I'll be working remotely. I'm going to got New it, York, spend some time with some fam, you know, seeing what it's like there in the wintertime. My sister sent, guys, also the Christmas card arrived. 
She showed it to me. I, I still need to post about it. Yeah. Um, I'll send it. Uh, do, is like this a story. Is this like, you know, like um, pushing my family out there who did not ask for this? I think they'd like it. Yeah. Because you look like. Now recall, if you guys recall, right. three glamour shots and me eating ice cream. And a Leonardo DiCaprio shirt with him smoking a cigarette. Right. So let's just all remember three professionals. And you're also wearing, 33. And I'm wearing sunglasses. And still part of the Christmas card. I'm wearing sunglasses and everybody else is literally a glamour shot. It's like, when do you think the Christmas card will stop? Honestly, maybe when Never. they decide to shut my phone down too. So I guess I have to get married. I did have a tarot card reading today, and the cards kept... Now, by tarot card reading, I mean my friend at work has tarot cards, and so we read ourselves, which... Oh, sure, yeah. I did that for my birthday. Yeah, and there were, like, five cards that popped up that talked about marriage, so I think 2020 is the year. This is your year. It could be fast and furious. I like it. I'll be finding my own bow. I, I really hope that for you. Also, before we like go on, I just want to say over the past weekend, I had some friends in town and we were like, let's do like a sober activity. It'll be fun. So we went to Color Me Mine. And so I just want to say hello to the juror at Color Me Mine who had to deal with all of me and my friends just being like ridiculous while the other 10 year olds painted. Hello. Thank you. Really appreciate you because I know how annoying it's me times 10. So just, you know, thank you. <laughs> That was a nice shout out. That was nice. And then to the juror who was at the Jonas Brothers concert who did not even say hello to me, but we were in the same room. Hello to you. Oh. I would like to say the hello to all the people <laughs> that were at Stassi's show and that when I went to the bathroom, I took photos with. Okay. Because I think things might have gotten weird. So I want to talk to you a little bit about Stassi's show. One, it looked sure. like you had your own area on the step and repeat for jurors and <laughs> people because i saw like I lots of people taking photos with you and put and you know tagging us in it and i was like what she just stood there and people came in line i went to the bathroom and i got hot for a second like <laughs> people were like summer mary summer mary and i was like yes <laughs> i like felt so special i was thriving okay so let's should we just like can we dive into stassi's show because there's been a lot of controversy people have been talking it's the worst show they've seen it's the best night of their lives you know maybe certain parts of the shows didn't need to be there on a scale of one to ten it's my birthdays how many it's my birthdays do you give it seven wow okay can you tell us your um, rose and your okay, thorn? So maybe? I like I I do like to say I DM'd Bo. Was like, can you hook a girl up with some Tuesday night tickets? He hooked it up, and so I I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I just so she'll do another tour. Mm-hmm. There was just so her, she has an opener, Taylor uh, Shrecker, mm-hmm. and she wasn't really doing it for me. Um. I think it could be. I think it could work. It's not at its full potential yet, and I would say Bo saved the show. Now, when they're doing it, because as somebody who hasn't seen it, so it sounds like it's basically kind of just like a. I mean, I know it's a live podcast. It was a little, but was a little too long. Okay, it was almost close to two hours. Um, so she had her opener, her friend Taylor, and they kind of have like some cute videos. Like, it's a little dorky at, 
I like there's like Jax, Jax's and some like Katie, like you know, kind of pumping you up. Um, and then Stassi comes out and like does her own monologue. They do not have a wedding venue or a wedding date. Interesting. Um, I thought they were going to be like a Halloween of 2020. No, no, they okay. do not. I feel like I'm also like, I'm like a heckler at these shows. Like I was screaming way too much. And I did that at Luann's. Luann's was the best night of my life though. Um, well, that's, that's a different up- venue. Like that's a different style too, right? Like Luann's is like a concert. This is like almost like a talk. Yeah. So, and then they had like the audience ask questions, like, but like they wrote them down before and someone shouted out to Judgy Girls in their question. That was not me. I didn't get there early enough to write any questions out, but I feel like they should have actually had the audience talk in the microphone, not like, oh, I see. So they were reading, they were like, it would be like if you and I were sitting there, we were reading like a juror's question as opposed to like someone in the audience asking it. Yeah, okay. I think that could help it. Um, they did like a game. Bo has like good comedic timing. Stassi is funny because she's Stassi and like her interactions with people. Mm-hmm. She isn't funny alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's interesting because these live tours, like, one, it must be very difficult to figure out what you're going to talk about when you're not... Like, our show is, like, we review these shows, right? So if we were to go live, like, we'd have something to talk about in the sense of, like, hey, we're going to talk New Below Deck, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real... You know, whatever it is. Right. But what is what is it that she talks about? It's kind of like a... It's like Seinfeld, right? It's like a show about nothing. Right. But it's... So she talks about, like, being a bridezilla. But then she doesn't actually release this podcast, does she? I don't think she does. No, I think this is just like a tour. It's, it's yeah, exactly. So Okay. Would you go um, would you go again? I mean, I'm just a sucker for this stuff. I really I love the audience and the people there mm-hmm. and like the energy. Yeah. Like that excites me. Yeah. I think if you were the to go again show I don't know. Seven you said seven. It's my birthdays out of ten. Mm-hmm. So I think if you were to go again, I think what would make it really fun is to do some sort of meetup before. I agree. I agree. Because I think that, like you said, whenever people get together to go do something Bravo, the energy is electric and it's always super fun. So that always takes it up a notch. I mean, the fans are just amazing. Yeah. I mean, well, we're all we're all fans of this stuff, you know, like you can and never get You enough. guys. So Danny Pellegrino is coming in San Francisco, uh, February 19th. Get your tickets to that. <laughs> good, okay. good plug. Good plug. Um, it's going to be fun. I'll be there. Yes. Mary would not miss. You know, Mary can't miss a show. I can't Mary goes show. to the opening of an envelope. That's I totally am. I'm committed. I, I mean, I appreciate that because it's not the same. You've said this multiple times. L.A. is not the same as SF. SF, there's a different oh. vibe. What? There's a totally different vibe because we don't get all uh, all like you're 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 walking amongst the celebrities all the time. Like you see people all the time. Like mm-hmm. here, it just seems more special when they come. Yeah, I, it's like an isolated incident where it's like just just L.A. is just in general. Like um, Shep is in L.A. right now, and I'm like, oh cool, enjoy L.A. But I'm like, I have I don't want to meet you. No, no, no. I mean, if I ran into him, maybe like, oh, hey, yeah. But like, it's different when you're in a different city. I think that there's more 
people have more things to do in LA than they do in SF. Like it's like a it's I an think- unknown more than it LA is. LA, they're there for business and work. SF, it feels less like Mm -hmm. that. I also, so, want to segue in. So, Kristen's book was released, like, the the cover photo was released this week. Did you get a chance to look at it? I did. And let me be clear. Is she doing a book about, like, how to get a guy, kind of? Or, like, how to get him, how to keep him, and how to get, how to get rid of him? I'm like, you've had, like, okay, your boyfriends are Tom Sandoval, James Kennedy, and Carter, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what's his name? Isn't his Instagram, like, Alex the Beard or something? I, I don't want any three of those guys to be my boyfriends. No, I mean, I just don't want to take Actually, advice from Kristen. Let's do a fuck, Mary kill those three. Okay, Mary Sandoval. Uh, kill James. Kill the other two. Um, I, I, I fuck Carter. Okay, fine. That's I'll, I'll go that route too. But that's a hard one. Yeah. But I don't want to take advice from Kristen. And her just her cover is awfully like saucy. It's like even like complimentary. So people were saying that, and I didn't really. Yeah. So I was looking at it. So hers is like orange, but it's like this weird complimentary color to Stassi's, and then the writing is really similar. So, like, there's one font that talks, like, there's the same, like, not the exact same, but it's just very similar in the way that it looks. We'll post a photo of it um, on our stories. I don't, I don't want to get in another font fight, okay? (laughs) Comma sans forever. Still, nobody wants that. (laughs) Nobody wants that. Well, you know what's funny? I never, I only do the notes in Times New Roman. Yeah, but I think that's, like, what it is. You never pick Times New Roman, and you do it in Arial, actually. Cool. <laughs> really? That's, it is. Okay. Cool. I thought it automatically defaulted to Times New Roman. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's not Comic Sans. <laughs> okay. Also, new shows are coming as we end our 2019 with some finales this week. We have a lot of finales. We've got some new shows coming, and it was announced this week that there's a new season of 90 Day Before the 90 Days. Mary! You guys, she just changed the font to Comic Sans, and I watched her highlight. I'm like, oh my god, if she deletes everything right now, I'm going to freak out. It's all in Comic Sans. I am like, my my skin is... Cr- I'm itching. <laughs> Keep going. Oh what are other new shows? So we got Vanderpump Rules on the Tuesday, the seventh. Yeah, new, then ninety day fiance. Mary, please change this. I can't look. Oh my god! <laughs> Before the ninety days, Darcy's back. God bless her. Darcy's back. Mary, please change. It. Stop. Keep going. We also have a new season of Siesta Key. And okay. Robbie, Sheena's Robbie, Robbie from The Bachelor, is on this new season. I don't get that. And then also on Siesta Key, yes. somebody, somebody got someone pregnant. Alex, is, Alex got his girlfriend pregnant, and then Juliet felt the need to comment on the photo, being like, that's weird, because I fucked him a few months ago. Ooh. See, I don't watch this show, but Mary, I saw it. you know, guys, again, I am a trash human who watches trash television. and That's okay. I mean, I honestly had to watch... I, You guys... This is what I do for you. I just sat and watched six Bravo TV shows in a row because I had engagements on Tuesday, a.k.a. Saucy. 
yesterday I had something too. I it's let me tell you, I came home yesterday and people were like DMing us and you know, like being like, Did you see this? And I'm like, I haven't seen it yet. Like please like it was I felt tortured a little bit. Like Bravo is it that is a catch twenty two. Like I had to like try to keep up with it because I had something tonight before this. I was like, Sunday, I'm like, better get in Atlanta. Okay, Monday, oh shit, better get in Below Deck. Tuesday, better get in that Real Housewives finale. Wednesday, I had, so yesterday it was New Jersey, Dallas, OC reunion, Survivor finale, which is three hours long, and the challenge (laughs) reunion, which was two hours long. And I couldn't. Sounds like a rough night. And I had to watch the Survivor finale because one, I'm obsessed with Survivor. But you like, you but can't. There was not a know. lot of controversy this season over that guy and the hashtag Me Too. Yes, with a girl named Kelly. Yes, exactly. But also, it's like you can't not watch a finale. Like last week, I had to watch the challenge finale to know who wins because you know those spoilers are going to hit you in two seconds. Like even yeah. in the even in our Facebook group, sometimes like when I'm approving posts, I'm like no. Because, you know, you have to, like, keep up to date. Like, it, I just, like, by the time 1 a.m. rolled around last night, I was like, please help me. So you stayed up till 1 a.m. watching all of this. Yes. Like, the challenge reunion I fell asleep in, so that was that was fine. But it's, like, I had to consistently watch. And Survivor is, like, one of the shows I've been watching since I was, like, a kid. Like, I've watched every season. There's there are 39 seasons, 40 coming up with like, and it's an all winter season. And so this has been something like my family and I all watch separate, but together, you know? So it was like, I had to watch it. It was so good. I'm sad. My boy Dean didn't win. I was really rooting for him. I heard a lot of people were. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is, he's, he's just one. He's just so cute. You know, there's a survivor every season. That's just like the cutie patootie. And that was Dean. And that was Dean DK chillin. Um, and they always like, they record the finale, like literally a mile from my house. And I'm always like, how do I get there? How do I get there? You probably could somehow. I'm sure I could, but like, I'm always, you know, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to build up all this stuff so I can cash in with my friends who have connections. Right. I think season 40 is the one I got to try to find my way into the finale, all the winners. But anyways, just saying, as you were saying, there was a lot of shows this week. Too many. Uh, I... So I watched Orange County, then the reunion, then New Jersey wept like a little baby, mm-hmm. went to Dallas, then I did Below Deck and Atlanta. Six shows, one day, and I worked. I mean, how are we supposed to all, do this? All for you, guys. All for you. Let's talk about Teresa and Joe officially announcing their separation. So it's interesting because it's like they're quote unquote officially separated. It's like, well, yeah, physically they are right. Like us. But when you read the article that people released, there's not any like direct quote saying they're like separated. It's like a source says, and it's like, you know, the source is Teresa because she's just trying to make another buck. I I think it's just saying like openly now like yeah they're they can like date other people yeah I kind of had this feeling that they were like afraid that either either like Joe has a girlfriend or Teresa's diddling the pool boy and like they don't want it to get out that there's like quote unquote cheating so they're just like saying right. we're not divorcing but we're separating so that the other person can date yeah and it's been and don't you like legally separate. Yeah, but they didn't say that they've legally separated. So who knows? But it's like, they're like, Joe's been on a few dates. Teresa hasn't because she's been busy with the girls. And it's like. I, I know, which was like 
such a lie. I did not like that, actually. I'm like, come on. Yeah, I'm also, I'm also like, you know Joe is on Italian Tinder, and he's like... His, his Instagram, you guys, may be my favorite thing. Like, all these spelling errors, like, they're just the weirdest, oddest videos, and I, it's like a train wreck, and I love it, and, and I really want him to do well. You do? He's gained some weight. He's gained some weight. Yeah, there's something like, it's interesting, like when they were talking on the phone at Easter, and he calls, I thought it was interesting, he called her babe and stuff. It's like, I feel like so much of them like are trying to be strong for each other in, in some sort of like, they're always, they can, maybe they're going to be like Dolores and Frank. No. <laughs> But, you know, I think they're going to have, like, a decent relationship, like, and she can go over and visit him. And mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because the girls are going there for Christmas, but she's not. Oh, did it say she's not? Uh-huh. Not in that article. Just in, there's another article. But it said, like, oh. the girls are going for Christmas and Teresa's staying with her dad. Oh, that makes sense, though. Yeah. Poor No-No taking, taking hot, hot sauce shots. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I think he like is like um, that's gonna clear up my sinuses. But then he's like, "Oh God, I'm feeling. I'm having a fever." It's like, "Well, you just chugged hot sauce." No, no. They're like, "Oh, this always happens to him." I'm like, "Does he always chug hot sauce?" It's just so hard with older people, though. Like, you're like, I don't know what to do because they're just setting. They're not telling me like how you're feeling, and you're trying to suck it up. But I'm like, how bad is it? Yeah, like they're like just sort of like, hey, do you want us to take you to the hospital? I'm like, oh my god, is it this serious? <laughs> <laughs> I know we'll get into it, but I just, you know, it just is like, I just think I for Teresa and Joe, it's like we already knew this was happening. Like I again, I want the dating. I know, like this was a shocker and like such a weird time to announce it right before Christmas. But I feel like be, well, then Joe also posted an Instagram being like, "It's been a while since I bought my daughters any gifts." I was like, "Oh, he needed to get paid for those gifts." He also spelled yeah. bought B A U G H T, and I'm like, "Come on, you have autocorrect on your phone." I so I thought about that. Okay. And I wondered if maybe he like writes text messages in Italian as well. Oh, so it would just come up wrong anyways. Well, that it's kind of your soap phone's a little wonky. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Okay, let's move on to other news. Did you see the Denise Richards and Lisa Rinna drama? So apparently Denise did not show up to PK and Dorit's. They had a final like party, which they launched a new champagne, I believe. Oh my God. Who's Uh, giving them money? I don't know. She's like, it's called diamonds because I wear cubic zirconias. (laughs) But, and... Renna like calls out Denise for not going and But she called her out like three days later. So she wrote Denise which is also Denise's was like her posts were a little weird. So like she didn't go to that and then there was John because apparently there's like a rumor that Brandy has called out Denise for being fake. Oh, okay. And so I think that's partially why she didn't show up to the party because like Denise is like, fuck you, I'm gonna smoke a J, I'm gonna drink tequila, and I'm gonna do my man. Like she's then, 
then Denise posted something about being like she had a surgery. Right. But the surgery was like months ago. That's the weird thing. It's like, that's why I'm like, that's suspect. And then Lisa Rinna's like comments on it. Like, are you okay? What happened? Denise, is everything all right? You weren't there on Saturday. You said you were coming with Garcelle, but she came alone. Where are you, Denise? Denise? I love Brenna. She knows how to serve. Now, she knows how to work it. Now here, I'm going to I'm going to ask you a question, Mary, because multiple people DM'd us and I was like, "Great point. Brenna is a Tamra." Oh. She stirs the pot, no storyline. So why is it that we f- like Rinna and we don't like Tamra? Like Because she owns it. Does she? She she admits to it more. Okay. You know, like she knows she has a big mouth and and says things, but she'll say it to your face as well. Like she's honest. Okay. Okay. I just, they brought it up and I was like, you are so right. And like, personally, I think that this is like, I don't like that Rinna did this. She then, you know, she wrote again, like, what happened? Hello? She's definitely trying to get us excited about the season because a lot of people have been saying, yeah, they had to bring back... Uh, Camille and Brandy and all these people because no drama was happening. Yeah, but it's like we know that. We know that. And honestly, just like I think that's what we've just come to expect from Beverly Hills. It's like we, we'll just see people that are rich, but like no drama. I don't. I, uh. I'm hoping something just so we can say like a fuck you to Lisa Vanderpump. Like we don't need you. Okay. But I that it's a great season. I'm still, we're, we're, I'm still chasing that high, <laughs> you know, I like Vanderpump still. I'm chasing the high from season one. Hey, Mary, don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to. Okay. Whoa. Is that, I'm sorry. Was that T Boss? <laughs> I know that. Whoa, Chili's gonna... here? Chili! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Dr. Deb and Bronwyn. Okay, so Dr. Deb and her husband were in Mexico. Okay. And it was caught on camera from a store in Mexico that they basically, like, somebody posted photos of her being like, this lady stole from our store. Oh, weird. And the photo is, like, clearly Dr. Deb. And so they're like, please help us find her. Like, she took from our store. And so apparently then she somebody found her, and they ended up, like, giving the stuff back. It's just well, a, what was it? I don't know. It was probably something for her new yoga. That was, like, too much for me. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it was. But it just is, like, I could kind of see her doing this. I haven't seen, so I don't know anything about that, but I know she didn't get on social media yesterday, like crying her eyes out and didn't like the way she was being portrayed on the show. Yet she said she didn't watch it, Hmm. but she was saying that she's probably been tagged in a lot of things. Right. And people are probably just like, F you, Dr. Deb. Do you have any thoughts on it? I think that her, you know, she's all about like empowerment and enlightenment and like joy and brightness and rainbows. But then I think like her presence on social media doesn't match that. She seems very like egocentric. Yeah, I I don't know. 
So I heard that Bronwyn, like, so Andy went on um, Jeff Lewis live this week. Okay. And basically was kind of alluding to like maybe a shake up in the OC. And I heard that they're like um, in touch with some of like Bronwyn's friends. I just don't. It will be- I, I, yeah. So, um, people were DMing us about this that basically Andy was like, I hear you about Tamara. Like, we got it kind of thing. And like, yeah, there's going to be a big shakeup. But honestly, I don't believe it until I see it. I, I can't picture them. Like, I could actually see them being like, okay, Vicky's going to be full time now. And Tamara, you're demoted to a friend of. I, I am so curious what direction they're going to go in. Um, I mean, I know Kelly and Bronwyn like hang out. I, I I'm worried I, about I'm Emily. I am too. Emily's been clapping back this week on Twitter when she told Vicky. <laughs> We're getting the best version of Emily. Like these last couple of. It's been. I mean, it's been so good. Like, what did she say the other day that I was like crying? Um, so I think it was something about. Um, she called her a senior citizen, and then Vicky was like, I'm not a senior citizen. Like, you're an ageist, blah, blah, blah. I'm like 52 or 57 or however old she is. She was yeah, 57. She's 57, and, yeah. Yeah, and then and then Emily writes back, well, Arby's and some other yeah. fast food place consider senior citizens at 55. And then she's like, I don't eat no, fast food. Wait, no, then, the best part was she said, so go get yourself a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> And then Vicky was like, I don't eat fast food. And then um, she p- Emily yeah. posted a picture of her at In-N-Out. Well, it was from the episode Yeah, when yeah, she no. showed up with In-N-Out. It was so good. And then, too. But also, In-N-Out's not fast food. Yes, it's it, different. it is a fast food. It is fast food. It's. I, like, I don't feel bad about getting a protein-style burger from in and out Okay, well, nobody said that if you eat fast food, you have to feel bad about yourself. Oh. <laughs> Mary, like Mary only fast. defines fast food by what she feels bad about. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, I don't have a lot of fast food opportunities here. Yeah. I can't even remember the, the last time I had. Taco Bell? Oh, years. Del Taco? Years. We don't even have that here. Chick-fil-A? Never had Chick-fil-A in my life. Burger King? No, like literally. McDonald's? They, they, what about, come on, you have that those KFC Taco Bells. They don't have them anymore. What? Literally, there was one down the street from my house. It closed four years ago. <gasps> and we remember the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then she also, so then Shannon tried to come for her on Watch What Happens Live after the finale. And she basically tried to, like, Kelly had tweeted in being like, Shannon's not smart or something. And Shannon's like, I'm smart. And the law school I went to is accredited, unlike Emily's. And Emily <laughs> Emily was like, no, remember, like. <laughs> I thought Emily's wasn't, though. She went well, to that Thomas Jefferson so one in she, San Diego. She, she said, the law school I graduated from is accredited, and I passed two bar exams the first time, Shannon. You're a law school dropout, but thanks for playing. So I, I mean, I, I do appreciate that. So I think, I feel like I heard something that it just became unaccredited. But either way, it was I, accredited when she went there, so who cares? 
I don't think it was when she went there, to be honest, but that's okay. Um, wait, can, I know this is side, a sidebar. Oh, birdie. Oh, hey, Birdie, that's not going to work for us. Wait, guys, okay. Channing Tatum and Jesse J just split. Yeah, I don't care about them. Oh, okay, cool. So moving on. <laughs> okay, so did you watch wait. Birdie? Birdie, come here, little angel baby. Come here, you little angel baby. Okay. Did you watch, you did. Did you watch when you watch Below Deck, the commercial for the new Below Deck? Yeah, like the sailing, it it looks intense. And they bring back Chef Adam. I'm here for it. I'm excited. We haven't had a show that's been anchored just by a chef. Oh, what what do you mean? Like... The shows are anchored by like Captain Lee and Kate or Captain Sandy oh. and mm-hmm. Hannah. And yes, chefs have come back, but it's never been about the chef. Like the chef has never been the one to bring the audience in. And I think it's. Which I also, so I think Adam is extremely nice to look at, but <laughs> he, he doesn't really bring, I mean, he, he, that season that he was dating the girl and they were pretending not to date. Malia. That was kind of interesting, but then, then he got kind of boring to me. Okay. I'm I think he was a good one. I guess when you like look at the other chefs, they're like, who would you have rather? Like Adrian the creepy guy, this guy Kevin with the dick bald spot. Kevin doesn't bother me that much. Well, I mean, there's a lot more misogyny happening outside of Kevin, so I feel like that's fine. Um, but like who else would come back? Like Chef Leon? Um, Mila? No, what about um Mm-hmm. Ben. Oh, yeah. Ben could have. But he was just on the last season of what's it called? So I feel like you can't give him a nut. Like, I think Shavat, I think he's a good one to anchor it because I think, besides, like you said, that season with Malia, like, he's, he's like, he's not as polarizing. So, like, I feel like he's not as, um, what's the right word? Like, you can still like you, this new cast. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Below Deck. This week? Yeah. I'm just, I'm just disgusted by the men on this show. And Kevin is like the least worst of them, but still bad. Like, does that make sense? Like he's, okay, if you guys want to, I also recommend going to Leslie Jones from SNL, going to her Instagram, which I believe is like at less dog. And she does Mm -hmm. like, she has like seven Instagram posts with like multiple videos on each one just like dissecting this past episode and she's just so right like these men are just boys yeah like tanner are they, are they I, yachties well either way like tanner is just disgusting i'm so sad because we had again we had such high hopes for tanner and it bums me out how much of a fuck boy he is i thought he had an honest conversation with her though but then he's like kissing her in front of people and like I I don't know. I just think it's like very much like it she knows she wants different things. And I don't think yeah. I, I I don't think someone's like in the right for going there, but I'm like, oh my god, we all have been there. I think, I think it's confusing for girls when you hook up with someone multiple times. You're essentially living together with them. Uh-huh. Yeah, you have to see them every and, single day and then you're like, but we're not dating, but we kind of are because we're just always together. 
Right. Like we're unofficially but dating. Let's keep it, it cash. Yeah, but like, yeah, just keep it casual, but sleep in my bed. Secretly want to always trap you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, am I trying to get pregnant? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you're having a good laugh on that one. (laughs) Anyway, so moving on. Um, That was so creepy. I feel like, don't people understand how creepy I am yet? I still am learning some days, I feel like. Are you? Oh, I'm a big old creep. There's like, it's a good thing. Okay. Just go with it. Anyways, I liked like, I didn't like like when they switched rooms. Well, c- come on, girl. You need to, like, you were so upset with him after that dinner last week and after the pool party. Like, yeah. be better. Yeah. You have the power of the pussy. Like, you got to close those legs. Yeah. I mean, granted, would I have done the same? Probably. <laughs> but I'm not on TV for people to judge. I just keep it a secret from my friends. We all have a weak moment. We all, we all are weak. But I just, but I think what, like, I don't like Ashton and it kind of I, Ashton is in his season too. Like he thinks he had such a good season. Doesn't it feel like we've known Ashton for years? Again, I keep thinking he's Joao and I know he's not because I actually feel <laughs> that Joao watched himself on TV and saw where he like kind of needed to learn. And was he perfect last season? No, but he's like miles away better than like Ashton. Who's this immature little piece of shit. Who, who, had to pay $1,000 because he can't involve and ruin DJ equipment. Yeah, and they're, like, giving Kate shit. It's like, Ashton, you literally did, like, you're the bosun. I love that, like, Lee had a talk with her, but it wasn't that bad. No, it was, like, kind of like a disappointed dad talk. But mm-hmm. I think what makes me mad is that what they didn't show, and I'm not sure, I can't remember if we mentioned this before, but there was, like, a shot of them at the beach club and Ashton basically, like, taking her face and kissing her. Did we talk about that? No. Yeah. So there was like a post and it's edited out. And so what makes me mad is like when Ashen's clearly like acting out because he's been rejected. And like we even see that scene for next week where he basically like almost punches a window because like again, Kate rejects him and Kevin has to even step in. And it's like that's like so gross. And in the like in the words of Deandra, in this climate, you can't do those kind of things. <laughs> but real, but. In reality, really, like you're t- he's crossing a line and he's taking it too far. And I hope that, like, if they do have a reunion for this season, that Andy calls him out on this. Like, it's kind of not cool to do that. It will be interesting if they do. Yeah, I don't think that they will, but I think I hope that Ashton knows when he's not invited back next season. I think he, I think he's a fan favorite. I don't. I think you are in the. Um, you think I'm in the minority here? I, I do. Can you make a poll question about that? Yes. Please. I just, I I think it, it bums me out. Like, I think Brian is still kind of reigning as a fan favorite. What about this Courtney character? Okay, I love Courtney. I love that she was promoted to second stew because she actually does her job. I thought it was funny when Simone's like, I can't believe she was, I'm not going to do an accent. I can't believe she was, she was promoted to second stew when I taught her how to like iron. It's like, okay, you suck it, service. So you should be the third stew who's good at ironing. Right, right. Thoughts about Courtney? Her? Courtney does seem like a team player, though. Yeah, and I think I liked what she tweeted this week too about how she was like, "Oh, people basically wanted Kate to be dramatic, and when she wasn't keeping the dramatic, they decided to start drama with her." Mm, 
Boom. Yeah, and I just, I could see Courtney being invited back. You know, I always kind of wish that Josiah had come oh, back. I don't, I don't think so. Don't. She's too flat. Yeah, but you kind of, I feel like sometimes you almost need that. Like, I, would, no. I could see her, like, starting drama with the, with the um, deck crew, but not with Kate. I mean, Riley, on the other hand, she is fiery. Well, I don't like that she, why did she go after Kate in the beginning? Why does she like she she really has a problem with like ego. But what's interesting, though, and I think that what like bums me out about the way that this guys talk to her is that they would never talk to each other like that. They talk down to her because she's a woman and because she has a quote unquote attitude to them. But when she's literally asking them or like telling them like, hey, it might be better if we do it this way. And they're like, shut it, girl. You're not a brew. (laughs) I, well, I, to me, I just feel like she's not willing to learn. Maybe, but I think that there's like, Ashton is just so angry with her always. Like, I don't think he ever gives her a chance. And it's like, hey, remember when you almost died? Right. Overboard. Yeah. Like, could you give some sort of like respect? Like, I just don't think Ashton is a good, is a good leader. Okay. And now we've said it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anything else that we need to mention about Below Deck? No, let's talk a little bit about Atlanta. I am pissed at Dennis. Fuck you, Dennis. He is so like uh, that little CeeLo green, gross little like, fucker who, in a tracksuit. Who is sleeping with him? Like animals. Why is, desi- <laughs> why is that desirable? And he basically was like, "Well, Portia, like when you were pregnant, I wasn't into having sex with you because you were pregnant." It's like. It's like, shut the fuck up, hot dog king, and stick it up your ass. I, it was very, very, very bizarre to me. And it was really bizarre to me that they went to the hot dog place. Okay. Well, what was also bizarre to me was that they are on the pedal bike, just the two of them. Just the two of them. Oh, it was Floribama Shore. That's who was on the pedal bike. I was trying to figure out who had just done this in in an episode. Last week, they did a pedal bike. But... Like just casually girls meeting up on a pedal bike. While Marlo's in I full sequence looked, again. I thought Portia looked great. Oh, Portia is one of the most beautiful. Like but stunning. Like, her body is banging yes. for just having that baby. For not even if she didn't have a baby. Right. Like if that was just her body with no baby. No, no. I would take her body. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, now I did. Your body is a wonderland. But then I was like, That's okay. What what? Dennis should be singing that to her. Dennis should be singing, like, Kiss the Ring. Like, I don't know. He's so, I'm like, Portia. Uh, I'm like, no, no. Is he that rich? No, he sells hot dogs. How much do those cost? 12 cents? <laughs> and they never even sell the right amount of hot dogs to match the amount of buns in a bag. Do you, did you think it was weird too that like Marlo was like all about her getting back with him? Yes, I did. I thought that was strange. I was like, like, she was being like, say I love you. I'm like, no, but that's your overstepping your boundaries. Yeah. Like, no, like he cheated on her and I don't even care what their situation was. Like that's gotta be, there's one thing about cheating and then there's one thing about cheating while you're pregnant where you already probably like maybe feel disgusting and you're just like. Your hormones are growing crazy. I know we've talked about this, but I'm just like, ugh, ugh, Dennis, the menace. Who? Okay, I really do like Cynthia's guy a lot. Mike? Mike Hill. Chill, baby. 
he's cute, and I think he has. I, I like where he's like anyone that records you, like fuck them. Yeah. Who do you think did the recording? It's obviously Yovana. That Over bitch. Marlo? Yeah, Marlo. Marlo would be like, yeah, I recorded you, and what? Like, Marlo has, like, no shame in saying what she did. Like, she's always, like, super shady and has no problem, like, saying things in front of other people. Like, I think it's for sure Yovana trying to, like, get on the show. And I hope she doesn't come to Carnival in Toronto. Do you think Nini will go? I want to say I feel like I don't remember seeing her in photos. But also, when have you met with your life coach and gotten drunk? I... (laughs) Well, I should probably get a life coach. Yeah, I mean, me too. But um, but Moscow I, Mules at noon? <laughs> it was odd. And that necklace, I couldn't like stop looking at Nini's necklace. It said loved. Oh, I missed that. But it just what? Was, How did you miss it? It was huge. Because I was staring at her eyebrows. They were so dark. And I was just was like, I don't get what's happening here. Like, who did your makeup today? I didn't that was what that. I, well, I mean, we've noticed two things. I couldn't notice the necklace and you couldn't notice the eyebrows. But then I was like, who the hell is this life coach basically just being like, Nini, you're the best and you should be selfish, caring for you. And I'm like, why is nobody giving it to her straight? No. Like, Nini, you're a bitch. Everyone's afraid of her. And you have just, dis- you disrespect all the other people by thinking you're more important than they are. And you're do not. You, do you think this is going to be her last season? Yes. I think she's causing I like again, I feel like the OGs think that they're invincible and it's like you're not. Like people need to take after Ramona. Ramona has never been like this is my show. Like she always talks about New York, not like my show, like mm. Vicky, like all these things. Like she knows mm, it's an ensemble. You didn't see the BravoCon watch what happens live. Yes, I with when she went against Vicky. Yeah. Yeah, but she was saying it was she was saying New York. She wasn't saying like I put us on the map. She was saying like we put the real housewives on the map. Oh, okay. okay. Like whereas they say like it was me, it was me and it's like yes, but this show is ever evolving. Right. So like Well, the, I think the problem is the show is not evolving actually. Right. No, I agree, but I'm saying like you're you're replaceable. Like before I think it was like we didn't know if other housewives could carry this. Well, but, I was actually thinking about that. You know, as we were watching Vicky get ready for the reunion and just, it's interesting. They do in some ways have a lot of power. Well, I like I find it interesting that Andy kind of kowtows to them. Like he caters to them. Like never once was he like. To their face. Right. But that's what I'm saying is like never once was he like, Vicky, you need to take it down. He just was like, okay, Vicky. Like, but then he calls her out. Oh, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, in general, when she's, like, being a diva backstage, as opposed to being, like, not once did one person say, when she's like, this is my show, I'm not sitting there, and they, like, at that point, she already had no orange. She was already demoted to a friend of. Well, it's just interesting, though, like, the dynamics of it, because they can, because they do have power in some ways, like, they can decide to share as much as they want, as little as they want, like, it's a weird amount of power that they have. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, I do. Uh, it's it's weird. Like, but yet they're counting on this paycheck. No, I agree. So it's like right. an interesting dynamic. Right. And I think, and that's part of the reason why they think that they're so integral to like this cast and that they get away with it is because like 
part of it is that yes, like we need them, but they like they need them, but they need each other. Yes, I'm agreeing with yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay, shall we start? Let's just get into OC. But before that, let's talk about our sponsor this week, you guys. Native deodorant. You have to check it out. It's a safe deodorant. It's simple, and it's most importantly, guys, effective. <laughs> <laughs> That's the number one thing I look for when a deodorant. It's uh, guys, and we're not the only ones who agree. Over eight thousand five star reviews, and it's like a good deodorant for you. There's no aluminum, no parabens, no talc. It's like found ingredients with nature. So you've got like coconut oil in there, the shea butter, tapioca starch, and they even for the holidays have a candy cane scent. Can't miss out on that. I just got the. Um the lavender and rose, and I'm pretty obsessed. Are you? Do you love it? I love it. Good. And Did you get that one? Yes. I'm it's still good. using my previous one, so I haven't started that oh, one yet. You're still on the coconut and vanilla. Yes, which I which is like their most popular one too. So it would make sense, you know, that I'm still rocking that kind of thing. But I just I think what's great about it too is like they offer free returns and exchanges. So like if you don't like it, it's okay, or you want to try it because you're like the scent doesn't work for you. I don't know. I just but, think it's really great. The scent, the, no, the scents are yeah, legit. yeah. No, I think it's really great. Um, and if you guys are looking for twenty percent off your first purchase, you can visit nativedeodorant.com using our, the promo code TJG after or during checkout. Again, twenty percent off your first purchase. Nativedeodorant.com promo code TJG. Great for a stocking stuffer. That is a perfect stocking stuffer. Mm-hmm. And it gets delivered to your house so you don't even have to like wait in line. Yeah. But they also have it at Target. But you should buy it online because you should buy it through us. <laughs> Code TJG. <laughs> yeah. Please do. Native deodorant. Okay. So let's talk. So we have two episodes of, of Orange County to go through. So the finale was pretty boring, I would say. It was like the last five minutes were the only, and let's be clear of like, it's not actually interesting, but it was the only interesting part of the episode. But not much really happened. But the big thing to me, I was like, okay, never in my life, if you ask me a, a former character, because I'm going to call them characters, a former character of Real Houses of Orange County would make an appearance. Never, ever in my life would I have picked Duff. No way. Tammy Knickerbocker's baby daddy. Uh huh. Now, Duff has been in the sun a lot in these past few years. So I was trying to decide if I thought he aged well or poorly. I'm going to go. Well, the goatee was a choice. Mm-hmm. So that was a, that also added to it. But I'm going to go no. Salt and pepper thickened up. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was, he was an attractive older man. I thought he was a real weirdo, though. Are you a furnace? Like, you look great, but let's talk about a year ago. Wait, what? (laughs) Why did he say that? And also, it's like he was, like, clearly watching the show. And what was weird, too, was, like, he called her, like, baby. Or they called each other, like, baby when they got out of the Uber. And I was like, wait, that's not babe. That is true. Like, it was very, it was just a very strange thing. And I also was like, okay. Now, when Tammy Knickerbocker dated him, remember she, like, didn't want to, like, be with him because he was kind of, not a deadbeat and, like, a dad, but he's, like, kind of a loser, like, didn't make money. Like, he worked for Vicky at one point. Like, he was. He didn't have his stuff together. Yeah. And, like, it, 
I just don't see Shannon ever dating some like because that's all she below knows. her. Yeah, not and I'm not saying he's below her, but I just think that that's so someone Shannon would never date. I I mean I guess like below her in a financial. Yeah. Now could aspect. times have changed and he he was the opposite Slade Smiley? What was he talking about with Eddie about like he's like there's a lot of money in it CBD. Oh. Which is why that Eddie's like, oh, there's money in that? Well, because we're not getting any purchases on our Groupon, so we better invest <laughs> in a CBD oil. I, I mean, I, I will say that Tamara and Eddie have been risk takers in business. No. No? Are you just trying to say yeah, something nice about Tamara? They, I mean, they opened up two businesses. But Tamara is dumb because why would you open up? I still don't understand why you would ever open up a store in Rancho Santa Margarita when it's like, why wouldn't you like go the app route? Like, so somebody in Florida who's a big Real Houses of Orange County fan can like download that or like the fitness tapes or something else like that, where it's like, why would you open like a flag, like a brick and mortar store to where nobody's going to go to? I don't know. I I thought it was really interesting because I didn't watch the episode till today, mm-hmm. and from my you know in personal Instagram, I saw because <laughs> she blocked us. Wrote, yeah, Tamara like posted her high school graduation picture today, and I was like, that's weird. And then she's like, I didn't go to college, but I did graduate high school three months pregnant. I had plans to go to college, but God had another plan for me. I had a choice to make at 17, and I chose life. Like, okay, let's talk about abortion. Right. And I'm forever grateful that I did. Ryan Michael Veith. Ryan's like, I wish you didn't. Just kidding. I guess. (laughs) I guess you can say I went to the University of Hard Knocks and graduated at the top of my class. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, people who say they went to the University of Hard Knocks are flipping losers. Like, do you ever notice, do you ever notice, like, I always see, like, on Facebook, they'll be like, it's like school, and they're like, University of Hard Knocks. And I'm like, no. You know. Only one person went there, and it was Annie the Orphan. That's, okay, so you know on Fridays, in my class, we clean, (laughs) and we play the song, it's hard knock life for us, and the kids, like, have to scrub the desk. (laughs) (laughs) This is a true story. How many times in a row do you play it? We just do one song, and we're like, okay, Clorox wipes here. They love it. (laughs) And then we play, and then we play Rebecca Black Friday. (laughs) I would love to be Because we do it on Fridays. (laughs) It's Friday, Friday. That's good. That's kind of the Friday afternoon routine. And now, are you going to be doing that at 11 a.m. tomorrow? <laughs> we will have a cleanup time before we go, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what other songs could you play? No, we just, just the two. Just the two. I just like that. Just the two. Just the two of you. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay. Getting back to Duff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, did, who, did you feel like that was just like them... I think that it was producers that were like, let's... Let's kind of throw something old in. Yeah, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Mm-hmm. And that was the old. Vicky's face was the new. Mm-hmm. Um, something borrowed was time for Vicky and the Trace Amigas. Just, does that make sense? 
No. Like they're just borrowing time until they're fired. Okay. And then something blue was Tamara's tears from crying. Okay. Thoughts? I actually kind of felt bad for Shane for one moment. Oh, shit. I thought you were going to say Tamara, and I was like, Mary, take Mm -mm. it back. Okay. No, no, no. For Shane, just... I felt so bad for him that day that he like had to go to that party and was like waiting for those test results. Oh, and you know and he it, already knew. He's hasn't passed it three times. That's like a mental thing now. Yeah. But I mean, like you just knew because Emily was like, well, let's look. And he was like, I don't even, or at the end Kelly wanted to. And well, he was like, I don't even know my number. And I was like, no, he already knows. He knows he didn't pass. Well, but, but I mean, I, I've been in situations like that, like where you're like, I want to like look that up alone. Right. But I'm saying, I feel like he had already done it. Yeah. It's kind of sad. I did like when Emily, like when Gina was packing up her house and Emily was like, oh, look, it's Shane. (laughs) I did love. And then I was like, why does Gina have so many word signs? (laughs) Why does Gina have so much crap? I don't. I mean, thank God she dropped the hair. Oh, that's the best cut. That I mean, she looks good with the I don't know why she, like, keeps that long look. Uh, You know what's, like, and even at the reunion, like, her, she can look so different all the time. I think it's, honestly, I think it's when she gains a little bit of weight in her face. I was going to say I thought her face looked puffy. Yeah. I'm, and it's not like a, I'm not even trying to be insulting anyway, but it's like when you look at her um, confessionals, her face is a little bit more, um, yeah, like bloated or puffier. And even at the reunion, and it somehow kind of makes her chin a little bit more pronounced. Mm. And I think that's also like part of it. No, it's just like odd. She can look so different. And yeah. I think she has a great body. Oh, really good body. I think actually, I think her hair looks best in this cut, but I think if it just wasn't as blonde, like if it was more of a golden blonde, and this is how I felt when Stassi decided to go that platinum blonde too. Mm -hmm. It was like the golden blonde looks really nice on you. Stick with that. So I hope, like I want her, I know she's back to like the length again, but I think that she should go back to the the bob. I agree. Okay, let's talk about the yoga. Oh, I okay. If I had to participate in that, I'd be laughing the entire time. It just was. I'm like, this is an actual. Where's this? Where's the sun salutation? It's like, I am. And my thought was, yeah, no, I'm not sure what that was. But (laughs) my thought was, is like, do you think that Dr. Deb has ever done this before? Or do you think that she was like, this would be a great idea for filming? Because even Bronwyn was like, if my mom wants to do this and I'll pay for anything. It just made me think, well, I think Bronwyn and her mom are not talking at all right now, like real time. And I think she actually deals with her mom quite well. Yeah. Like, she just knows her mom's super unique and going to rock to her own beat and, like, isn't really going to... I don't think she's a, I don't think she's motherly with Bronwyn. Right. Like, and, like, she's never going to apologize. And, like, she doesn't... Bronwyn feels like she was selfish when she was growing up. Yeah. And, like, the mom doesn't see it like that at all. No, she's like, I wanted you guys... To, I wanted to go, them to go to boarding school because I wanted them to get a different perspective. But I also, like, wanted time for myself. 
Do you think Dr. Depp is a narcissist? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't... I only have a minor in psychology, so it's really hard mm. for me to diagnose. But I would say she's definitely self-involved. Yeah. And I don't... I, I don't know. I think I don't think she's a, yeah. I don't think she's like a good mother figure for Bronwyn, which I think is interesting because Bronwyn's gone so the opposite. Yeah, and so, well, which makes sense, right? But I don't. I don't think I need Doctor Deb on my screen. I feel like we will. You, well, maybe not. I just I. I don't think, like, unless we're seeing some sort of conflict with Bronwyn, like, I don't think she, perce- like, is perceived. I think she, wh- how she perceives herself is, like, this fun, loving, love and light, and, you know, burning man and blah, blah, blah. Like, even when she was, like, to Dr. Brian, she was, like, Eddie was, like, oh, hey, Brian, have you ever been to Burning Man? She's, like, look at him. Does he look like he goes to Burning Man? I'm, like, do you know how many people, like, tech bros and doctors and whatever go to Burning Man to blow off steam? All walks of life. Like all It's really expensive to go to Burning Man. Yeah, like you have to like have a lot of like you have it takes a lot of money to not spend any for a week. (laughs) Do you know what I mean though? Like I just was like like it just was like, wait, what? Like does he look like he does? I'm like, no, you're the only one that dresses it twenty four seven. Right. Like a lot of people go ahead and live Burning Man for a week and go to burn parties after and have their burn friends and all that, but they all still then go back to their day jobs or whatnot. Right. And not saying that that's right or wrong compared to your lifestyle, Dr. Deb, but like Dr. Brian could go to Burning Man. Anybody can go to Burning Man. We could go to Burning Man. I don't think. I I'll have no desire. I love a shower. <laughs> and that's why they, but that's why everyone has RVs. Well, no. And then they told me, oh, Courtney, don't worry. There's a human shower. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And they're like, it's like a human car wash. And I'm like, please continue. Like, you go in naked and you walk down like a conveyor belt and people wash you. And I was like, and what part does that sound like a regular shower (laughs) and something that I would like? No, but that's why everyone stays in RVs. Yeah, but it's not, that's not a, like, no. I want like a bathrobe. I want like hot, hot water. I'm not trying to like cram myself in a one by one. And it's just not for me. For those who it's for, Amazing. Right. Okay, let's talk about Emily and Annabelle and the doctor's appointment. This crushed me. I don't think she should have taken Annabelle to that. That was a little much for me. But I thought when she called Shane and Shane was like, well, yeah, you let it go for so long. That little twerp. Like, well, did you get an x ray? She's like, yeah, like I have to get it replaced. Like, That's why you didn't pass the bar. (laughs) I mean, I would have killed him. I couldn't even imagine. Like, that's like you make that call because you're like, you want sympathy right then, you know? Right. You're like, just tell me it's going to be okay. Like, I thought it was like when the daughter, like, when she's like, did you like hold my hand because you saw mommy in pain? She's like, yeah. I know. That was so sad. And she just was like, yes, I don't think she should have gone. But I also think like it was, it was just like a sweet moment, like. And you know what makes me sad about it is I felt like she needed to, Emily like brought her because her daughter like gives her love. She needed support. Like, honestly, yes. Like, like a child's love is, is so like pure. Right. Right. That I felt like, oh man, like this is like her last resort. And the fact that she like took her daughter to this and maybe she didn't think it was going to be like this bad where they were going to tell her that they were just going to be like, okay, you're going to go to like some PT and everything will be okay. Yeah. But 
I felt I'm like, oh, I really Annabelle seems so sweet. She does. Yeah. She does. All the kids, man. Let's talk about this engagement party. Um Okay, here's like this is what make like the Trace Amigas, like they were I, I'm so I don't understand why. I'm like I've I've equated it to a few things. Tamara and Shannon decided Vicky couldn't leave because if Vicky left, that means that the new schoolers were like gonna be taking over. Absolutely. It's a power of numbers. Yeah. And so Shannon and Shannon is so insecure about like the younger housewives when it's like you had Kelly on your side. Like Kelly would have been ride or die for you. Like those beginning of the season when they were like single and going out to LA and getting drunk. Like yeah. Kelly, like Kelly was would have been ride or die for Shannon. I agree. But Shannon let her insecurities and being like, oh, but I'm the old one now. And oh, God, if, if Vicky goes, Tamara might be next. And uh, so like we need to gang up together. It was like. You picked the wrong team, girl. I wish we could talk to someone that likes the Trace Amigas. Does anyone seriously like them? So people, when we asked about Tamara, people did DM and they said, I like that she stirs the pot. And so the, in that regard, I understand. Like, Tamara is a, a producer at heart, right? Like, she knows what's well, going to get the drama. But she, To me, Billy was the real star of this oh, episode. God. <laughs> Get rid of like, Vicky. Bring on Billy and his girlfriend or whoever he's, you know, dating married to at this point. Let's bring in Vicky's sister. No, what if Billy's it was Lisa? Like, Billy. So apparently Billy said that Vicky paid for the ring and he wonders if Steve even wants to get married and that Helga, Steve's mother, said their personalities don't mesh. It's like bomb, bomb, bomb. <laughs> like, wait, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. As Shannon yeah. saying, the nuke that they're throwing. <laughs> Someone pointed out in the jury speaks how much Shannon talks with her hands. But like as it but the but they're like doll hands. They're like Barbie I, hands where she's just like, ah, ah. like I, I know you can't see me right now, but it's like almost like a karate chop in the air. I cannot unsee it. But yeah. it's so true. She like it's I'm constantly <laughs> moving around. It's just, she's so annoying. I mean, I can picture her right now in that kitchen. Uh-huh. That this is like Sophie? one or two. No, no. Saying all I want to do is eat in the way her hands move when she said it. She's like, well, she's like, David, don't eat the chips and salsa. <laughs> Here, have some cream cheese salmon instead from my QVC line. It's 200 calories. <laughs> it's just that the hands are still going. Like, I, just, I know nobody can see me, but I keep moving them. So why do you think that Kelly went to the party? Because it's the finale party. Okay. I don't think she had a it, choice. I think she was there to wish her happiness and health. And <laughs> that awkward hug. I'm wishing you <laughs> happiness and health. Dr. Brian was like, okay, no, you're going to, she's like, I'm going to say, I hope you're happy. Brian's like, don't say it that way. She's like, okay, I'm wishing you happiness and health. She's like, you're happy. <laughs> He's like, no, we're going to say it. But this is like why I love Kelly because like she cannot, she doesn't know how to like be fake in a sense. Like she's just like, I fucking hate her. Old Kelly would have told her to shut the fuck up, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it just was like, but what makes me so mad about the whole like Tamara and Shannon thing is I'm like, you guys are so wrong. Well, I think it's hilarious because 
Shannon, I mean, not Shannon, Tamara clearly was very, very, very wasted. And she's Mm -hmm. super upset about paying $300,000 in lawyer fees. I call it the kids' college funds. I mean, that's pretty wild. But again, it's Tamara's fault. is Is this just because it was... Heather McDonald's juicy scoop. Yeah, and Tamara and Shannon were there, and Tamara's the one who was talking. So Shannon didn't mm-hmm. really comment too much, but Tamara was the one who's talking. And then basically, I guess that Kelly like reached out to Jim's side and was like, "I could be a character witness." No, and I love that Ke- uh, that um, Emily was like, "Yeah, like anyone's gonna get Kelly Dodd as a character witness. <laughs> like this is this has nothing to do. It doesn't have anything to do with Kelly. Like." No, I mean, if it was Vicky, the, if it was Vicky, though, Vicky should be worried. I, I, I like as Kelly is a character go, witness, right, right. And then Shannon, I am so disappointed in you, Kelly. I'm so disappointed. And then they just kept on screaming, Tamara and Shannon, you don't know. Okay, you don't know. And she's like, <laughs> and then when. Tamara's like, ah! And she just like walks out. And Shannon's like, where did she go? Where did Tamara go? Tamara! Maybe she went this way. And like Gina's like, I was just fucking line dancing. And she right. goes and searches for her. And Tamara is just standing in a bush. Like the bush is the same height as Tamara. <laughs> she was camouflaged in the bush. I know. Like Gina couldn't even find her. Like, and poor Gina just getting ragged on. Meanwhile, Shannon's hair's on fire. I mean, liar, liar, hair on fire. Am I right? Vicky's like, I created a vision board of George Clooney. My love tank has no holes. And I'm horny. Also, Vicky had an outfit change. And I was like, oh, my God, you went from one bad dress to another. Who dresses her? She like, Vicky always reminds me of someone who goes into like a Windsor and is like, do you have an adult section? What's a Windsor? It's like it's it's like a place that you go for like a homecoming dress, like not a prom oh. dress, mm-hmm. but you could probably buy prom dresses. But it's like where you like like kids, like high schoolers go. Got it. Got it. And it's like a you know, it's like a very it's a cheap Giovanni. Okay. No, but she just always seems like someone who just like like she always gets it wrong. Always gets it wrong. Always. And I'm like, a line dancing party? Like, who there? Who's, why the line dancing party? And. Oh, no, but she, Vicky's, Vicky's super into. Um, country? Country. Oh. And then I do want to comment because a lot of people were like up in arms about this because Tamara called Kelly an Indian. Oh, like, she's like, look, everyone's dressed as cowboys. Yeah. And of course, Kelly's the Indian. Now, okay, so she used the wrong word and she meant Native American, right? Like, she's doing the cowboys, right. that sort of but thing. She I was don't thinking think cowboys she, and Indians theme. Right. But I think, so I was just trying to say, like, I don't think she was being, like, racist there. And I'm, I can't even believe I'm defending Tamara here. But I did want to. She wasn't being a Leon. Yeah. But I did kind of want to, like, clarify, like, that's how I took it when she was thinking, like, cowboys and Indians. Uh, oh, but, said, but should have said Native American, and even that, yes, because even Dr. Brian like called her Pocahontas or something. And I'm not saying it's wrong or like it's right, but I don't actually think Tamara was being a racist in that moment. I I agree. Okay, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, okay, and then yeah, when Tamara, so then Tamara and she, the concern on Shannon's face when they were sitting on the curb, like, you don't know. 
you don't know. You don't know. It's like, uh, and then just like when she, when Tamara cries, her face looks so bizarre because she can't really cry because she can't move her face of her tight facelift. Yeah, like it's just always so bizarre when she cries because it's like her eyes are just like wide open but like watery but like nothing else is coming down. I don't even think moving. she has. I think when she removed her belly button, she removed her tear ducts too. It's weird. But and but then in I'm the talk, go ahead. I'm also surprised like Eddie wasn't like pissed that she was so wasted. Well, I mean, she was so drunk at the end. She was like, "Are you drunk? Are you drive?" <laughs> And he's like, what? She's like, you, uh, are you driving? Like, like, it was like, but the talking heads where she was just like, and then I look over and I see Kelly and I just want to hit her in the face. I'm like, I, those, that was possum, scary. those possum eyes are frightening. Like, can you imagine? Okay. Just picture this. Okay. You're in Coto de Casa. It's dark night. So dark. All you can see are the <laughs> stars in the sky. You're walking down an alley because you've parked your car behind your garage and you didn't have your, your garage door opener. So you have to walk from the alley of where your car is parked to the front of your house. And all you see is this little shine on these black beady eyes. <laughs> you're like, hello? Hello? And you don't hear anything. And then all you hear is a... And Tamara has attacked you with her rat face and her possum eyes. And now you have rabies. That sound like an ideal scenario. You sign me up. Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> I, I just, I thought it was kind of a weak season finale. The whole season was pretty weak, though. And then they just kind of like wrapped it up right, pretty quick. Like Kelly's like, I'm just like a dude. I just want to carry on. And then it's like she's engaged after three months. Uh, Emily is like, this is the worst year of her life. <laughs> <laughs> but She's her like, husband failed for the third time. I they the shading on the on these endings is like unreal. But I will say I like love for the fact of Orange County every season for 14 seasons they have been playing that song. Yeah. <laughs> like bum, bum, like I can't even do it. But no, and Tamara's like no, I, I know it. Yeah. I could hear it in my head. Yeah, me too. I can't. I can't replicate the sound, but I can hear it in my head. <laughs> um, and Tamara's like, she can't hide from her issues in a bush. Her lawsuit is still ongoing. <laughs> Bronwyn, forty-two, and her mom wasn't invited to her party. But didn't they make a mention of his statement necklaces, or was that Andy in the reunion? Andy the reunion. Okay. I was like, I remember there being something about her statement necklaces. Shannon's like, things are heating up with her new bow. And then Gina, like the sad Matt, Matt got arrested ongoing case for because 2020. They were, but it's also like so sad too, because they were going to Vicky's for an after party and Matt was, and Matt was coming. And like, you could just see too, how drunk everyone is at that point. Yeah. Like, and then nothing for Vicky. And it was so satisfying, even though they're like, she's like, I can't wait to marry you. And he, no response from Steve. Steve's just like, oh, where do I, do you want the flowers in the trunk? I was kind of shocked that like Brianna didn't come or Ryan and, or um, Michael. Because this is like fake. They're also like, this is your third marriage. I, I was surprised. So, well, I guess Billy flew out for it. I feel like Billy lives with Vicky. 
I mean, I think he lives in Chicago, but I always feel like he's just like always there. Oh, also, guys, that college that we said Vicky oh, went Harper, to Harper College is a community college. Yes. So, fun fact: we stand corrected. Okay, let's get into the reunion a little bit. Okay, this what what <laughs> surgery did Vicky get that she wanted? To, Andy was like repulsed. He's like, I don't want to see any. She's kind like, of it's just two. It's two dots, Andy. It's two dots. And I'm like, what did she do? What do you think she did? Lipo? No. Facelift? No. She's like, I feel puffy. So something on her face then. Yeah. Interesting, but it was like one of those things where I felt okay. The way that Vicky was talking to Andy, I felt like you know, when you're like, okay, so let's just say you start a company, you start in a company, right? And you're like the new person, and so you're still trying to like make relationships, whatever. But then somebody new gets hired after you, and all of a sudden you're accepted by the group because there's a new person. Mm-hmm. And so you're like maybe kind of acting a little bit cool because you're like I'm finally accepted. Like I have like inside jokes with these people that this person's like not a part of. Right, second season curse. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I feel like that's how like Vicky was talking to Andy. Like Andy, come here, come see an incision. We're best friends. We're best friends because we started the show together 15 years ago. Andy, come here. It's like all right, you're a friend of, and we're nice enough to give you your own dressing room. I, I like. I did like what she said, though. Like, I am not sitting on the end. And she's like, just let me go. Like, if you don't want me to be here, let me go in grace. From your mouth to Bravo's ears. Let her go. Let her go. Yeah. But, like, let her go. We don't need Vicky. I honestly, it this it just, like, made my, like, blood boil. I thought it was interesting that they started with, like, the Shannon package first. And then she's like, I'm not sure if I got $1.4 million, but yeah, I am getting $10,000 a month. But, you know, like, that's, like, just not exactly the lifestyle I was living before. It's just when they're like, what do you think about fun Shannon? It's like, if you have to tell people you're fun, you're not fun. She got lipo, guys. She for sure did. Yeah. She's like, no, I'm heavier now. Be, just be honest. It's just like, be honest. It's like, yeah, because you had 12 cream cheese salmons. <laughs> she's like, I drove. Like, she's no, like, I got I all the way up her, here, and then I had to turn around and get my Spanx. And they, like, taped this in L.A. I think for her, it's the um, boozing. She loves her Tito's or her vodka. and But she's not and even. She eats bad the next day. Do you know this from personal experience? (laughs) (laughs) If I were to guess, I think that's a problem. She likes to have fun at night and then makes poor choices in the morning. And then when she was like, hey, Andy, it's UTI day on the Real Houses of Orange County set. I was like, what was that? I was like, go drink your cranberry juice and shut up, Shannon. And like, I felt like she wanted to be like, hey, Andy. I had sex with a boy last night. Now I have a UTI. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, hey, Andy, I don't know if you heard, but I have a boyfriend and we hang out. All the kids hang out a lot together. And do do I, I, I only, the, what makes me mad that Shannon keeps saying, she's like, I only have one chance to do it right. It's like, I sh- actually, I thought it was cute that the kids hang out and like each other. Yes, and but I think what I'm do. saying is she keeps saying like, I only have one chance to meet the guy and do it right. And it's like, no, Shannon, you can date people. Like you've already done the marriage and you've done all that. Like you have time to find your companion. It doesn't need to be the first person. Like, yes, go out there and date. But like you have 
multiple chances to figure out who it is that you want to date. You're a completely different person than when you married David. Like, enjoy yourself. Enjoy the time. Like, you'll find that person. And maybe this guy is the person for her, but it just kept making me mad when she keeps saying, like, I only have one chance, one chance, one chance. That didn't bother me that much. I I thought they spent too long on, like, the Emily-Gina fight because I feel like they're always going to be friends. Um yeah. And clearly there's hope in their friendship, but but I wanted Gina to take some ownership. It's like I completely understand that you needed Emily there, but also you were it still makes me mad when she's like you wanted me to go to Vegas with you. And it was like, "Gina, you're getting drunk here. You're doing getting drunk there. You're getting drunk there. What's the difference if you went to Vegas to drink?" Like they didn't even have like we didn't even see them have like a wild night out. Yeah. No, I, I just, I feel like, yeah, Gina felt like really alone because. Yeah. I No, and I understand, but it's like you aligned with the Trace Amiga. So like, if you're going to pick that path, you need to stick with it and accept it. Like I liked when Andy talked about the difference between Bronwyn and the Trace Amigas calling her their little sister. She's like, well, Bronwyn meant it as an insult. It's like, no, she didn't. I thought Bronwyn looked good. Like mm-hmm. not that much makeup. She just had like a soft look. But she was very to- like very much a non-entity this episode which kind of makes sense though yeah but yeah she's fresh meat yeah i mean the because the the other best part about this was just like kelly and tamra's side conversations like underneath like yeah you didn't graduate college like i graduated high school and then she that's why which is why she posted that photo right right which was like nobody asked for it we don't care (laughs) just the like the I'm a seasoned person and you are burnt. Like there was a lot of one-liners, but what about the, the best? Yeah. <laughs> Talk about the best one. Um, what was the best one? Go sell a Groupon. Oh, yeah. We don't, we don't sell Groupons and even Groupon today on, on Kelly had tweeted like, what did you think of the reunion? And Groupon replied and said, we're just going to leave this here. And it was a Groupon for cut fitness. So fucking funny. God, I love, I love social media. And, but then the, then they have to go so low. Like I saw you, I saw your product at Target for $1. And then she was like, I think it's, it's kind of annoying. When they're trying to downplay the fact that Kelly, like Kelly is a part, like is, is a investor. $250,000. Yeah. And Kelly has money the same way Shannon has money. So. Right. Well, it's also just like, who cares how Kelly got her money? Like, she's doing something with it. Like, enough. Like, Vicky, we get it. You buy insurance on your ex-husband. Like, we got I it. am a businesswoman of 31 years. I am the CEO of my own company. Like, okay, Jane Rowe, take a deep breath. Okay, when Andy said that, so I thought it was so funny. Like, someone had to, like, walk Vicky out. And he starts talking about her package and then he says Jane Rowe. And I'm like, who's Jane Rowe? Like really kind of trying to go back in my head. And then he's like, that's the woman that filed a a lawsuit against Bravo and then tried to do it. So Bravo and Kelly Dodd. Uh, I think she tried to like go after, I don't think you can sue a housewife, right? Per their like contract. So she must've just gone after Bravo citing Kelly. Mm-hmm. Well, and then she tried to get a restraining order. Restraining orders are very hard to get, by the way. 
Not that I've tried oh, I to get like, one. Oh no! Also from personal experience, are you <laughs> blink twice if you're if you need help? <laughs> no, but it's not just something you can. It, it's like, like right. You have to have a lot of like evidentiary support. Yeah, or just evidence. I like to use that for my legally blonde watching. Um, but I just think. Uh, I, like, I thought, like, Tamara, when she was like, hey, Shannon, did you see just, like, Kelly? Like, she can't close her mouth, and she's, like, making fun of her. I'm like, shut up, Tamra. You look like a, you look like the genie, a genie in a bottle over there. But I felt like Shannon felt uncomfortable when she said that. It's like, I agree. You don't go low like that. Like, also- go low on character stuff, not the way that their mannerisms are um i mean emily said that before don't go after yeah. the looks go after the character because it sucks yeah yeah but i did think it was funny too when they were like you look like a pig and she's like i'm better looking than you vicky and vicky's sitting right next to andy and like vicky the yellow dress again like oh i think she looks good in yellow i just think that the dress itself was like a bad dress oh i think it flattered her okay the OCA just feel like their fashion, they never get it right together. Every other season or every other franchise does some sort of theme. And the yeah, OCA no. is like, we'd like to wear dresses that cut be- cut above our knees or maybe we wear a romper. And it's like maybe Tamara's wearing a jumper because she's worried about her status on the show. And you know Andy loves a good jumper. Jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that jumpsuit doesn't do it. I... I- even Kelly's outfit, the leopard. Right. Just it just, they never wear anything like special. Yeah. That's all. Like I thought Emily's, her velvet was better than Vicky's. It was too Christmassy for me. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be Emily a passive because she just had hip surgery. I, yeah, I know. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, do you want to talk about Vicky being a diva? I, I I mean, she just really showed her true covers. I did like the package of like going down her love's past. And then she basically was like, if I make another mistake, so what? Well, I just thought it was funny when she was like, you know, I just see them still recording and I'm not there. And it just makes me feel like a has been. It's like, you are. And she's like, you know, if you don't want me, just send me home. Let me go. And Steve's like, well, let's go. And she's like, well, I'm not going. <laughs> Like, no, I'm calling their bluff. <laughs> She's holding on every thread. Yep. Is there anything else you want to mention about Orange County? I did want to talk about the love tap. Oh. The okay. Arizona gong heard round the world. Shannon, let it go. Like I love Kelly calling her a hypochondriac. Like Kelly didn't. Okay, Kelly was in the wrong. She shouldn't have done it. She thought it was being a funny joke, and of course with Gina too. Like she didn't know the situation, and you know I think that was a trigger for Gina. We've talked about that before, but like Shannon, just say like, listen, I might have like overreacted, but honestly, like it did really actually hurt me. I get that you were trying to do it as a joke. I like. Like, move I on. can't believe nobody chimed in about like Tamara instigating that whole thing. Right. Like, like she should have just I, like she Shannon couldn't even say like Tamara kind of said this and it got in my head and I started thinking about it. So then I started freaking out. And, you know, when I freak out, like like they said, like, I have to, like, make sure I'm OK. It's like she's such a gaslighter and they will defend each other. All the three of them will defend defend each other blindly. 
It's yeah. so crazy to me. And then the best point of all, though, is Kelly being like, and then she got wasted that night. Like, and she's like, well, I had a few drinks. And Tamara asked if I could have some drinks, even though I got a mild concussion. No doctor would ever say that if you got a mild concussion. And that is speaking from experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I also thought it was, she was like, ask anyone. I had a huge bump on my head. I'm like, I bet that bump's still there. Why? Because we all have bumpy heads. Right. Like, <laughs> it just made me so mad. Like, come on, Shannon. We want, here's the thing. We know how great Shannon can be like one-on-one and outside of them. Like, we want you to be better. Help us help you. I know. Come on, Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Investing can feel super intimidating and people don't know exactly where to start. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. And you really don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorn recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals and then automatically invests your money for you. I know I'm someone that is not a finance major and investing seemed really challenging. Like I didn't know where to start and Acorns has helped me so much. Head over to acorns.com slash judgy to download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to possibly promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash judgy. Investing involves risks, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisor LLC. Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorn Security LLC member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Uh, they have some that are only five minutes long. And I can tell you with Peloton, if I start just, I'll like do a 10 minute class and then I'm like, mm, I could do one more 10 minutes. I could do one more 10 minutes. And all of a sudden I've done 30 minutes of working out, which always feels great. They have such a variety of classes and so much flexibility. Um, you know, you can move your body in so many different ways. Peloton has a range of class types. So you can do a walking class. Um, are you really interested in running a marathon, they can help you train for a marathon. They have yoga, meditations, Pilates, hip workout, and you can move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations. I get a weekly update with their guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out so you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get where you're going, whether it's um, running outdoors or riding at home or strength training at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on the summer you with Peloton at onepeloton.com. That's onepeloton.com. I have been using whey products for years now. That's O-U-A-I. And they just have released a new anti-frizz cream. And if you think about it, everyone has frizz. If you have thin, thick hair, you know, 
wavy, curly, straight. Everyone still has a frizz problem. Um, but you guys can check out their new anti-frizz cream. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. Plus it has heat protection. I'm someone that uses the Dyson. Then I straight iron my hair. So this is definitely helping reduce and repair split ends. It quenches the dry hair with intense hydration. And according to consumer perception studies, 90% of participants agreed with their hair looking less frizzy using this product. Plus their scents are incredible. This is, um, a Sydney inspired North Bondi scent. Um, it has like lemon and violet. All of their scents are incredible. Um, I always use their leave-in conditioner. I use their detox shampoo once a week. I also use their hair oil. I am obsessed with Way. Be frizz-free and go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code TJG for 15% off any of their products. That's T-H-E ouai.com promo code TJG always getting 15% off check out way the weather is finally getting warmer so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees I recently updated my wardrobe and I hate spending a fortune on that kind of stuff especially like summer clothes because I feel like they like get a lot of wear and tear um But I have been using Quince for over a year now, and they have such timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Um, They have this European linen. I have their white button downs. They have dresses. They have blouses, shorts, and they're starting at $30. Also, they have these cute um, washable silk tanks. Everything they have is timeless. They even have 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part is Quince's items are priced 50 to 80% off less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories and Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Um, Cordy and I are simply both obsessed. You guys have to go to their website. You can you can literally update your entire wardrobe for the summer at a very affordable price and really high quality stuff. All their linen is fantastic. I even throw it in the dryer. Um, It just wears super well. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash judgy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash judgy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash judgy. Underwear drawers are like the wild, wild west of wardrobes. There's no rhyme or reason to them. Anything goes. Um, You've got pairs from three birthdays and two Christmases ago, pairs from five different brands with five different fits. And when you open that drawer every morning, you have no idea what to expect. Now, I felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies and my other pairs have to all go because me undies is all I can reach for. I'm hooked. And honestly, I just feel off if I try to wear anything else. I love them because you can get your classic black. And then they also have like super fun, expressive prints. Um, I have these great shamrock ones, you know, when I'm feeling lucky. Plus they come in all sizes. They have extra small to 4XL guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. They also have really great loungewear. Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Um, go to their loungewear section. Super comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies. Um, they even have an activewear collection. It's super soft. Um, 
And it's just unmatched comfort. Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. Go to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com slash TJG. That's meundies.com slash TJG for 20% off plus free shipping. That's me undies comfort from the outside in. Okay. Moving on. Let's talk. Let's, I want to talk depressing cause I'm sad now. New Jersey. Oh, sad. You want to go for a I, walk? I loved Joe Gorga this episode. I mean, I've already fallen more in lo- more in love with him. And I think I did this post this weekend. I put up some sexy photos of him. <laughs> and I realized Uh-oh. that he got hot when he shaved his head. Now, some people pointed out, did he get a nose job? Maybe. He, he's just... <laughs> Maybe him and Melissa got a two-for-one deal? Maybe. He's very good looking. Uh Um, But I just love that he, you know, is trying to step in, but also is like, you know what? I'm not their dad though, but I think he's giving them really good advice right now. Like Gia, Teresa, you got to go and see him there and just say, if you, you know, if you're done fighting the fight. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it's an interesting perspective because I think this also goes from, women who relate more emotionally and men who relate more like practically and like emotionally, like I think Melissa was right. Like Teresa's not going to give up because like that's the dad of her daughters and that's why she keeps doing it. Right. It's like for her girls, for her girls. And she's very selfless in that. But Joe is like from a practical standpoint is like, but you're spending all this money and like, we know what's going to happen. Right. Like Mm -hmm. they're trying, like it got denied. You're going to do, you're going to do this all again. And like, let's let's face it. It's, gonna happen again he, they're gonna make an example out of him whether he did whether it's like right or wrong whatever like we don't need to get in the semantics of that whole thing but you know like he's just like save that money use that for your daughters like save it for trips for them to go visit him like yeah you yeah. you know as heather dubrow said if the what did she want to say to shannon she's like if you're the dog is dead you gotta be dead what did she say shit do you know what I'm talking I about? No, she I don't. She said it to Shannon. Okay, this. Ugh, okay. I'm thinking of like Jackie. If if it if it walks like a duck, it sounds like a duck. It's probably a duck. Um. Yeah. Okay. I also really. Oh, if like, every if everyone says you're dead, it's time to lie down. Do you remember when she said that? No. Okay. But I don't have a good memory. So. That's true. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I thought it was really interesting. Like, you know, she's obviously trying to shield the youngest one and the little girl, this, I mean, this was, this is so Irish and Italian, like, like pretend like we're not going to tell you anything until like we have to. Um, but, and the girl's like, would you tell me if he's getting deported? Like, she knows the mom's keeping stuff from her. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, children are so intuitive. They are. It's just, it was, it was sad. I mean, I just felt like 
just watching them and like we were talking about earlier when Joe called and it's kind of funny like because he still has like his spirit right when he was said something when he was talking to like Joe's son he's like no I'm only getting shorter he's like oh you're getting like you're just as almost as tall as like you're taller than your dad or Zio Joe or whatever he said yeah and I was like it's interesting to see the retrospective of and again I'm not trying to make a laughing situation of this, but it makes me think of love after lockup. Oh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because when these people are in jail, their everything is on the outside, right? And, like, they have this, like, level of loneliness inside. So, like, when they find these people who are, like, giving them love back, like, they're holding on to it, right? They're just like, you're my everything. I love you, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, you're kind of the only thing keeping me sane, but then like they get out and they become like assholes because they're like, I'm oh. free, like that whole thing. Uh-huh. But it's just this interesting dynamic of like, or like when you're listening to them while they're in jail, like, you know, he proposed to me, he wants to like impregnate me, you know, he wants to start a life with me, all these things. And it's like, yeah, because these are all these pipe dreams that they're just like, that's like what's keeping them going inside. Right, right. And so when I, again, I'm not trying to like laugh at it because it's a real life situation, but it just like makes me think of this and it's just like, they're just like on another level. I just thought Easter table when they, you know, deciding who's going to say the prayer and then they start saying the prayer and then Joe calls. I just like started crying immediately. It was tough. And Joe and Joe talking on the phone, like, I feel like he was like, you know, you got to stay strong, buddy. And mm-hmm. everyone was just like crying at the table. And then I thought it was really interesting that the daughter wanted to know, like, they they know in their hearts that he's getting deported. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was like a good question. Like, can I see him before he goes, like, mm-hmm. before he flies off to another country because he can't. Mm-hmm. Come back to this country ever, 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 ever. I mean, it was. Just, Can he go to Canada? Um, maybe. But I think it, it seems like more convenient, or like Puerto Rico. Well, Puerto Rico is part of United States. Oh right. So, right. Um, but he could probably go to like mexico maybe or but i would think that canada is just as far as italy like as new jersey is it's all like the east coast right no like quebec it's just like right up there maybe i i'm not i'm not a geography buff either but i would assume that they could probably go on vacation somewhere where they're not like a felon yeah so or basically he can go everywhere but america Right, but I think it's, I mean, why not go to Italy? It's great there. He's living it. He's living his best life there now. He, he is eating pasta, working out. I'm curious about his job. I'm not quite sure what that is. Does he have one? Yeah, no, he's working every day. What's he doing? Um, I don't know, but he is working every day. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I want to say it's like almost in a factory. Oh, interesting. Now, or I made that up. What did you think about Jennifer giving us a little bit more about her family? I loved this. Okay, I loved that um, her daughter didn't know that the uncle was gay, and that she kind of just found that out. And I like that Jennifer was just like made it super casual. I was like, "Well, do you love him any less because he's gay?" And she's like, "No." And she's like, "You just like who you like." Mm-hmm. But it made me sad when she was like, well, our parents don't accept it, so they just don't talk about it. Right. 
I think that's pretty common. No, I know, but it just makes me sad that it's like exactly that. Like you like who you like, and it's like, why is it so easy for kids to understand it? And like adult, like it, it bums me out. It's just, I have have a good story. Please. Uh, Um, we were like this, uh, we were like doing a black history month thing at my school. And, um, they're like these two best friends, like, <laughs> no, I don't want to say this. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. okay. Wait, have you noticed that in New Jersey that they're always showing like where they live now? Like Jennifer's like Paramus and like the other week they did like Franklin Lakes. Like they're really showing you specifically what towns they live with in New Jersey? Um, I didn't, I have, I didn't notice that. I'm, I'm curious why they're doing that. That's like kind of the old school version. Um, I'm not sure, but I do want to know your thoughts on Danielle. This was confusing to me. <laughs> so basically she's sleeping with Marty And she's basically trying to get Marty to like her again so she can stay in this house and give him, like, a lower rate for the house, which would be $2 million. And then maybe her this guy Oliver is going to be the co-signer for it. And Uh, then Teresa offers to let Danielle stay at her house. So basically, yeah. So Marty owns the house. Mm Mm-hmm. Danielle but, can own the house if she gives Marty $2 million. Right. She has to give it to him by a certain date. Right. She, that's because she wants to legal, leave a legacy for her daughters by stealing a man's house. I feel like the house is worth more than two, $2 million. Maybe, but either way, it's like, what's the legacy that you got married, divorced, stole his house, and used a man, a different man that you're fucking, which is Marge's friend, all of Marge's friend's ex-fiance Oliver to put the down payment. Like, what's going on down there? Is it golden? It is very creepy. Like, she completely manipulates people. Now, do you think, like, when she's having sex with these people, she's like, call me Beverly. <laughs> what does she do? Because I want to know the trick. She's like, you want me to get the handcuffs? I'm a cop without a badge. I, I, there's something <laughs> going on. <laughs> No. Teach me your ways, Danielle. Teach me your ways. Well, or she, Beverly, whatever. Then she also posted a photo, and I want to say it was like from Sunday, this past Sunday. And I'm pretty sure you can see her vagina. Ugh. And I'm like, are we, am I looking at pubes? Why am I looking at this so closely? Like, help, help, help. So but then it also bothers me that she's still getting airtime, you know? I know. And next week she pulls Marge's wig. I hope Marge's like, your husband's in the pool. But Marge like throws a whole bottle of water on her before that, I think. Not the water. I'm <laughs> sure it was deserved. People are up in arms about Marge's couch. Oh, I didn't notice it at all. It's it's like apparently psychedelic or something. I don't know. I thought it was cute. I thought it very much fits Marge. And I think it's funny that Marge had Marty over and her and Joe like were like, there's no way that he'd be sleeping with Danielle. Mm-hmm. Like, no way. And then he's like, well, we're living in the same house. <laughs> he's 
like, you know, things, I like to think people have changed. Yeah. <laughs> like Marty, <laughs> stop being so naive. I'm pretty sure they're back together too. Really? I think so. No. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. What about Dolores and Frank and their Easter? And also maybe sad for these cameramen and women, like if they celebrate Easter, that they were had to tape these idiots instead. And I say idiots with love. I thought it was really funny that Frank calls Dolores' parents mom and dad. Listen, they have an interesting relationship. It is what it is. And I love that Frank was like mad that David was late because he would have gotten in trouble for that. Like, it's such an interesting dynamic. And it's like Dolores and Frank just bang it out. Let's renew the vows. I think Frank is finally realizing that, like, Dolores is serious. Like, when Dolores was going to. Now, again, I think that we said last week that there's rumors that Frank and or that Dolores and David aren't together anymore and that he has a new girlfriend. But I think, like, Frank. Oh, I didn't know about the new girlfriend part. I just heard that they weren't together. Oh, I thought you said that they had a new girlfriend. They mm-hmm. had a new girlfriend. Anyways, anyways, moving on. That I think Frank was like always thought Dolores would be there, even if she like dated this guy here and there. Like they'd still live together, and like he'd have this lifestyle, and he'd have his cake and eat it too kind of thing. And now that Dolores is getting ready to move into the house, he's like, "Oh shit, I'm losing it all. I'm losing it all," and he's starting to realize it. Mm-hmm. I agree with all of that. And so he's almost like being really protective of like, you're not good enough for her because he's like, I think he really, I think he does regret what he did. Yeah. And like, I do too. And so, and I think maybe they'll get back together. I would love to see that. Would you bring sprinkle cookies? Probably. To, to their engagement party with Teresa. Oh. I loved when Joe like stuck a, a sprinkle cookie in her face. It's like, this sprinkle cookie represents so much for this family. (laughs) I just thought it was funny. Someone not eating sprinkle cookies is Jackie and her dad. Oh, okay. Barry? Barry? Her her dad looks like a greased up version of James Lipton from inside the actor's studio. You've said the James Lipton thing before. I did? Okay. But he also, he looks... (sighs) Like very greasy. Also like fat bastard from um, Austin Powers. He looks... I eat because I'm sad, and I'm sad because I eat. (laughs) He looks like somebody. I'm not sure who it is. I love that he goes to Atlantic City three times a month. I just found it interesting. Like, I think Jackie... Like his purple carpet? Yeah, I mean, I thought his couch... Enormous house for one person. His couch looked awesome, though. I was like, this is like a, you know, like the Kardashians have their like TV room, like movie, like screening room. Like, I felt like Mm -hmm. that was like a big old couch like that. I was like, this is great. But I wanted to. That was definitely, I mean, that was the home she like grew up in. Oh, you think so? Or was it the mom, the one that the mom lives in? No, I feel like that home video that they were watching, like, was in front of that house. Because she said to her kids, do you want to go to mommy's old room? Oh, interesting. I also was like, is Jackie's storyline just that she used to have an eating disorder? And might still. Um, yeah, and honestly, might still. like. Uh, You're a good inspiration. It was almost warm. I almost it. died, Dad. <laughs> oh, it was worth it. It was like, oh, you look great. no, 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 no. Come on now. But I need Jackie to do something else. What? Oh, besides how like eating anything. disorder? Like, I think what's interesting about... So, we've been watching New Jersey for so long, and 
it's been like more family related, right? Like you started off with the Manzo. So you had like three housewives that were related. Then you had Teresa, then like Teresa's family came into it. And so all these things that you got this backstory on, you already had somewhat of a backstory, right? Like with, well, the- and this was like by far the biggest franchise with men. Right. But what I mean is like when, so like they're introducing Jennifer and they're like giving a little bit more backstory about her, right? Like they introduce her brother and you're kind of like, whoa, these are like two different plot lines that we're having because we're so deeply involved in Teresa, Melissa and like all and Dolores to fault, like, or, you know, to a point with that of like, we've been here for so many years. And then you're like introducing these new characters to where I'm like, I'm not connecting with them as much because oh, of this I think thing her dad's of, hilarious. Jennifer's dad? Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, him. I think... The, Not Jennifer's, Jackie's. Jackie's. I don't know. There's something about, like, when he was like, oh, you almost died. Like, eating disorder is pretty serious. But I, it's just, like, I can't, like, connect on that because I'm so heavily involved over here. There's so much happening. crying watching yes. Easter dinner. Like... <laughs> Full-blown sobbing. Poor Audrey. I was like, oh, my God. And Melania. I was just like, these poor And, poor, and Gia, when, she, when Gia was like, I'm not ready to give him up yet. And I'm just like, I'm not ready either. And that, like, I think it's really interesting that Teresa involves Gia so much. Like, she's she, only a senior in high school. She has to. That's the sad thing is, like, she, Teresa has to because she has no other outlet there. Like she has her dad, her dad. You can tell her dad like hates Joe is just like pissed that this is like, I think he blames Joe to Italy and visited Joe. I know he did, but I think it's like, I think he, I think he was mad at the situation and maybe now he's feels better about it because Joe is out and he's like there. But I think he's like, Teresa, you're putting your life on hold. Like I just don't. And I don't think no, no's a listener. I think he's like, where's my hot sauce? He's like just wants to be with his wife. He does like shame, and I think he. I think he's still like. I think he still blames Joe for the fact that Teresa went away too. Like I don't think he can ever forgive him for that, and how Teresa's so upset that she lost that time with her mom. Yeah, and I think No knows on her side about that. Like he told her, he told him, "Go get your citizenship." And when Joe tried to blame that on Teresa, like you should have done that for me. I know he's just he's he's literally losing it in this ice cell. It's so sad. Yeah. Should we move on? Is there anything else you want to say about Jersey? I, that was just oh, whew, that was a tough episode. Wasn't ready for that to start last night's episodes. I'll tell you I, that. Yeah, that was hard. Then Dallas was quite interesting. MVP yes. goes to court. Woo woo! Court Westcott. He had so many shining star moments. Like last I love, week, last I, week okay, I said. Actually, I was thinking about how Cam dealt with this whole situation, and I think she was pretty smart about it. Actually, like she told and she had to tell, but like she did it in the right timing. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, what I liked, what I have to take back too, is last week I said, "Who is Court in this world?" I love him now. He's everything. Now, I need more information about his brother, whose name is apparently Chart. Oh, no. And I was like, did people make fun of him and call him Chart? <laughs> That's not where my head would go at all for Chart. Oh. Is it C-H-A-R-T? Yeah. Chart Westcott. And I'd be like, hi, you charted. 
maturity level of a five-year-old. Well, I was thinking like when they were five, did kids say that to them? No, I don't think they know what that is yet. Uh It's kind of a more sophisticated term. Okay, so eight They would just say like, I pooed my pants. (laughs) (laughs) From experience again? But seriously, yeah. But I think that, I like that Court, one, like supported his wife. Held her accountable to make sure that she actually said what was said. The court uh, hates Leanne. He, no, he hates like, Leanne. He was like, he's like, you cannot tolerate that. Like, you cannot tolerate racism. Like, you have to be honest. Like, you did nothing wrong. Like, just come clean. And then, like, Cameron's, like, trying to say it in the car. And she's like... To carry, yeah. Well, you know, she did, like, maybe call you the C word. And she kind of leaves it at that. And then Court's like, you're not telling the whole story. Well, I also don't remember Leanne calling her the C word. And are we talking about the see you next Tuesday? That's what I thought. I don't remember that either. Yeah. Just chirping Mexican really stand it out for me. And then I freaking loved how Leanne got amnesia about this. This is very Rena-esque. Like... She's like, um, she, she knew, I think when she was about to sit down on that couch, she's like, that's, that's, she's like, it's something really bad's going to happen right now. Like, mm-hmm. and she had nothing to defend. Like, I think she thought she might've gotten away with it, you know? Yeah. Well, because it was like, I felt like she was like, Stephanie's not going to say anything to me. Like, I really think that Leanne's like, oh, none of these, these women are all afraid of me. Like nobody's going to say anything. Cam's not going to say anything. And then when Cam did, she was like, oh, no. She's like, um, I don't remember saying the word chirpy. Like, I, I, didn't, I don't use that vocabulary. She's like, well, it's not really the chirpy part I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cameron's like, you know, Leanne, you should be afraid of me. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, which, and then Leanne's like, ooh, should I? And she's like, yes. You should, but what I love too is when Court was like, "Hey Cam, come meet Rachel from Rent the One Runway." Like oh, Cam, and so Cam was cute. like, but when she was like, "Rachel from Rent the Runway," he's like, "No, I just wanted to get you out of there." She's like, "Oh, so sweet, so I sweet." I but he, but Court's like does not like Leanne, and I feel like Court has had Leanne's number this whole time, and is not like that Cameron's been hanging out with her, but also like couldn't say like you shouldn't hang out with her. Yeah. You know, and I just thought it was funny, too, that when Carrie then, find, you know, Carrie lets the girls know, like, oh, she told me about this. And this is all happening at Bruin's adoption birthday. What, no, like, family forever party. Yeah, but, like, this is at his, yeah. like, birthday party. Like, his yeah. adoption birth, like, the day he was adopted right. or whatever. And it's, like, all of this is happening at a chil- one-year-old child's birthday. And that's fine, whatever. Yeah. And when she was, like, I grew up with a Mexican family. And I, I didn't call you a Mexican. I don't speak Mexican or whatever she said. And I'm like, oh my God, stop. And then she's like, I sat on Julio Iglesias' lap. I'm like, and she's like, and I've had sex with Mexicans and they're hot, spicy lovers. I'm like, you are literally (laughs) making it worse. Stop it. You're stereotyping them. I'm like, enough. Taylor, like, like Taylor Armstrong enough. I love Julio Iglesias. My mom used to make me listen to him when I was little, and we would get really mad, but now I really like him. It's Enrique's dad, guys. He has this song that goes, Live on, live on, live on, live on. I don't know what live on means, though, but I can hear it. Well, did you sit in his lap? I wish. Oh, okay. And then, <laughs> and then I love that DeAndre's like, while that's happening, DeAndre's like, I'm getting in on this. 
Oh, she could not. She's like, equal rights for all. I thought you promoted that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like curious because I just, what do you think is going to happen? Because she's clearly not she's remorseful. Gone. Like when she's Carrie, gone. she said, I don't remember saying that. And then when Carrie's like, well, so did you say that? She's like, yeah, I said it. And it's like, oh, and okay. It, so you remember saying it now? She's like, if it offends you, I won't use it again. And that's like, like uh, oh man, oh man. Like, stop it. Stop it. I just, you know, and then when the producers all asked the girls if she was racist. Yeah. That was, Cam says she isn't. Steph says no. She just says, says dumb shit. Yeah. And Brandy's like, I can't answer that question. I feel uncomfortable. And I think Carrie said she's racist. Yeah. And, okay, what did you think about when when Eduardo was like, remember the Alamo? And I was uh, like, oh, man, Eduardo's ready for a freaking fight. I always, I think of Miss Congeniality. Which Leanne was in. I know. <laughs> it just always comes full circle. Oh, no. Gosh. Um, did you, what did you think? So, like, going away from the party, like, Carrie and Eduardo talking about their financial situation. It's just like, you should have figured that out before you got married. Well, it's also interesting, too, because he's like, well, the house is in a trust. And, right. It, but and she doesn't believe that. But it's like, why? I guess I'm just like, are you preparing yourself? Like, what? What's your? What is your outcome here? What do you want? Because you clearly are like, you're angling I, I think, for something. So, what is it that you want from this? She wants to have some money to leave him. Yeah, I think you're right, but I don't think. But then she's like, oh, but we love each other. Like, oh, and he seems. I mean, again, I don't know what happens behind closed doors, but I like Eduardo. I, he just has all the power. Yeah. Um, you know, he has the pocketbook. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess her anal bead jewelry isn't selling too well. It does make you just, like, realize it's good to have your own thing going. Uh-huh, yeah. I, I've always dreamed of marrying for money, but that's <laughs> happened, so. <laughs> what do you mean? This isn't filling your pockets? <laughs> good thing I have this. <laughs> okay, let's talk Mama D and Deandra. Mama D was stuffing her face with nachos. She's like, oh, that looks good. (laughs) I just thought it was so funny because, like, everyone, you know, gives Deandra a hard time for liking food so much. And it's like, well, it comes from Mama D. Do you think Mama D's a binge eater? She was chowing down. Like, I just felt like, I felt like they were, like, were putting in extra crunches, you know? <laughs> like, they were making her crunches louder. Like, I, I was so distracted by her eating. I couldn't, I wasn't even processing. I, like, Deandra's pink earrings, her eating. I was just like, whoa. And she's like, Deandra, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of all you've done. And, you know, I wouldn't change anything except the amount of donuts you were eating. <laughs> Like, and, then, and then she basically tells you the trust is basically gone. So don't bank on anything. I'm going to be in a nursing home. Oh my gosh. Now, the money's gone. Okay. So, so what do you think? Like, okay. I think Leanne's gone. What is like your thoughts for how actually this season, like, can this franchise I, go on? I love Carrie. And I think she had an amazing first season. I think she was really true to herself. Um, I still want to keep Deandra and Mama D. That's just like a thing in itself. 
and Stephanie and Brandy. It's just like, actually, I think they could have it. And Cam. Like, just, yeah, keep them all. Just get rid of Leanne. Mm-hmm. And I think that would shift a lot of dynamics, too. Yeah. Because the girls would all get along. Well, and here's the thing. is that Cam, apparently, and Stephanie are not getting along. I commented on their photo yesterday, and comments by Bravo picked it up. <laughs> are they going to work it out? What? Are they going to work it out? Well, not. they still haven't yet. I guess something happens at the reunion that perpetuates this whole thing again between the two of them. And I'm like, you guys need to be on the same side. Yeah. And I think what they have to do, I think they have to bring in two more people. Really? Two. Because I think it's real. Well, if you get Would rid you of... Would you want Carrie Duber back? No. Okay. No, I think, you know, I always think, like, I want these housewives to come back. But then when they come back, I'm like, no, we need, like, it needs to be new blood. But it's really hard to be one new housewife. So what you about to, Tiffany? Definitely not. And Keith Suburban? Okay. Um, I think it's just you bring in two housewives. Maybe they're Cam's friends. Or maybe they're mutual friends of Cam and Stephanie, who I feel like kind of maybe run in the same circles a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephanie just had, like, an Elsa party, like a Frozen party. Mm-hmm. And I think, but I think like we need two more. And I think that those two need to be friends. Well, hopefully, hopefully they'll get another season to spice it up. Leanne's too overpowering and too polarizing. People are done. And she's too rehearsed. It's like, you don't, you can't go on. But I, I truly think she like blacked out when she said those like, oh, I think she was in a ra- like I think she was yeah. in a blackout rage when she was like slapping herself in the face. Yeah, for sure. But I don't think I think she knew what she was saying, and I think what she was trying to do is be like no, her t- true colors came out. Oh yeah, but I think what she was trying to do is like use Carrie's own words against her, and it's like actually you 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 can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. Um, is there anything else you want to say? Like, are I? I thought that the season I actually appreciated a short season. Exactly. I'm like, curious about the reunion, though, because, again, we know that they are spending a lot of time on Leanne being a racist or saying racist comments or whatever it is. And it's like, I don't know if I need that. Well, I bet it's only a two-parter. Yeah, I could see that, too. I think so. I don't. I feel like those new seasons, like, like I don't remember. I thought that Potomac was maybe only two parts, but maybe it was three. But I don't think that there's enough to talk about in three parts. Right. You know what? Keep the people wanting more. I agree. I agree. I it'll make and you, you guys more. wait if you want more. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Segway. <laughs> um, check out our two judgy girls Patreon page. We have many episodes. Um, now and we will be releasing some new ones over the holidays because we're taking a break. So far, we've talked about Rock of Love, The Simple Life, Jessica Simpson. We have a Britney Spears Chaotic coming out. We have mm-hmm. the a pilot episode for Keeping Up the Kardashians coming out. Um, mm-hmm. was, yeah, so we'll be we'll be off for the next two weeks. So oh, Simple just, Life. Did I say Simple Life? Yeah, yes. Okay. Yep. 
on the Osborne's Jersey Shore. We have a bunch of episodes up there for you guys. It's $5 a month. You're supporting TJG. You're supporting us. We're giving you extra content to listen to and to hold you over for the holidays. Again, you know, we usually, I know it's a Thursday, but we usually record on Wednesdays and next Wednesday is Christmas. Wednesday after that's New Year's. So we're just going to take this time to actually like recharge, spend time with our families. But we got you on Patreon. We have an episode coming out next week. We have an episode coming out the week after. And we'll actually, to start your new year off right too, is um, we'll have newlyweds for you on the first if you are not a member of our Patreon so that you can see what's happening over there. It's a good one, guys. I relive yeah, my high school guys, experience. <laughs> honestly, it is the best podcast Mary's ever recorded. And I don't say that lightly. Like, the amount of passion she had about the newlyweds. I, it was a good time in my life. It was senior year of high yeah, school. Yeah, I understand. And it's patreon.com slash two judgy girls. Again, $5 a month. You have, I believe there'll be probably eight or nine episodes at that point. And with the holidays, honestly... I'm I'm reflecting on 2019, and I just want to say how happy I am that you guys all listen to us. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to have you, Mary, in my life. Oh. Whether you're summer, Mary, <laughs> fall, Mary, winter, Mary, spring, Mary, any Mary is a Mary to be lucky or to be around. It's been a good year for two judgy girls. It's actually we're approaching our three year anniversary, so. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for putting up with us for that long. Yes, and thank you. And thank you to every juror. We're so happy to have you. If you're not in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash the jury speaks, Instagram to judgy girls. We hope to have some like fun content for you over, but we also hope that you guys all take the time to be with your family and loved ones and really enjoy the rest of your 2019 and start of your 2020. It's a roaring 20s. We're going back in. The era of the depression. (laughs) Which, oh God. Okay, on that note, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, and we'll chat soon. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.